0: either way welcome to episode 104. today i'm sharing an episode that aired last summer it's a conversation between myself and two retreat clients as we wrapped up a week-long running retreat here in wyoming last year have you wondered about participating in a retreat but maybe worried if you'd be able to do all the runs or maybe wondered about the running expectations of the retreat So today I want to talk to you about that because I want everybody to take a deep breath and relax because the whole object of a retreat, for sure, the one I'm hosting, is for everybody to feel renewed, relaxed, and energized during the retreat as well as after the retreat. Some things to consider before signing up, for one, is to ask yourself what you're looking to gain from the retreat. What are you looking to gain from a running retreat? Are you looking to just see gorgeous countryside? Or are you looking to learn some specific skills? Or are you looking to just unplug and unwind? Or are you looking for just simply girlfriend time? Or maybe you're looking for all of those kind of wrapped into one or rolled into one retreat. Do you want to go along with a friend? Consider the size of the retreat that you want to attend. It'll give you an idea of what feel you might expect. I'll give you an example. The retreats I'm hosting have a max of four retreat participants. And this size allows for close communication between me and the participants and direct instructions on running form, which is one of the things that I focus on here during our retreats. And it's also this close connection is something I value so much in these retreats. Also, consider the type of runs you'll be running. Will you be running road or trail also? Find out how many runs you'll run in a retreat. Are you running every day or every other day? How far are these runs? You might wanna look into all these things. There are obviously valuable questions to find to get an idea of what to expect for your retreat. I'll share a little bit about the retreats that I host. I chose three very scenic runs for our retreat. They're a mix of trail and dirt roads, and they're between four to seven miles each run. Now I want to just insert that one of the runs is down a mountain, but I want you to picture a gravel road. It literally used to be an old highway, so it's not down the mountain side. Another run, is in some of the most incredible red dirt, which is very unique to this area. I think one of the biggest worries that people have is whether they'll be able to keep up with the other retreat participants or with the expectations of the retreat. So what might benefit you is to find out what level of running is expected. Is there a level of running expected? I've noticed that on some retreats, you might see terms like novice or intermediate or advanced or levels such as 1, 2, or 3. The description might tell you, for instance, also if there is a pace expectation. Now, in my mind, the primary reason for going on a retreat is for the entire experience. So I invite my retreat participants to stop frequently and admire the views. They're that pretty and take pictures and just enjoy their pace. My retreats are free of pace expectations. I think a big benefit of a small retreat like ours is the personalized attention you receive. The experience goes beyond purely vacation and relaxation. You'll learn something and you'll walk away with skills you can continue to practice after the retreat is over and refine and make your own. So I'm going to turn it over to the conversation we had last summer. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Today's a special episode. I am here actually in person with Vanessa and Baukje who've been joining me for the last week for the very first My Runner's Mind retreat. Welcome guys. Hi, nice to be here. (laughs) I am so happy to be here. So I told Boggy and Vanessa before they head up because today is travel day for them that I wanted to do a episode for My Runner's Mind and I thought it'd be really neat to share in very real time everybody's experience of this this retreat. So as I mentioned in the last episode, this retreat is really a small group, week-long retreat that focused on cultivating mindfulness and joy in running we did that through daily mindfulness activities such as journaling, breath work, yoga, chi running, chi running, teaching. We also did have some fun activities in there like paddle boarding and soaking in hot springs and buffalo sighting. But I think that the real goal for this week long retreat was to have time to connect and recharge with like-minded participants to create space for for ourselves in our mind, intentional time to just kind of be and be in each other's energy. Um, And then in in our time together in our group, we talk a lot about finding what feels good. It's not actually something we've come up with. It's yoga with Adrienne, if you're familiar with her. But when we find what feels good, we're really different human beings. We're kinder, we're more loving, we're more inspiring and creative and So we impact people we come into contact with differently and more positively. So that was really kind of the whole premise behind the retreat. And so I want to share or I want Baoki and Vanessa to kind of share with you guys their take on and their experience of the retreat. So initially, we were all brought together here by our love for running. And so sometimes running didn't always feel that amazing though for instance right so let's I'm going to turn it over to whoever wants to go first what was your reason for signing up for the retreat we're sharing a microphone here
1: okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so my reason hi guys I'm Baukje <laughs> and my reason for showing up here was because first of all I wanted to meet all the people I've been meeting for one and a half year or so digitally only and coming from Europe that would be such an exciting trip to take at this stage now that everything is was opening up again and the other reason was to actually bring all the stuff that I learned in the past one and a half year into practice and to do that together with such inspiring people and to be able to really be grateful to spend time together and not just have a one hour webinar but really spend more in-depth time with everybody and real life and then of course, coming to Wyoming, that would definitely be a def- an extra treat for me to see the beautiful landscape. So, that were my reasons.
0: Yeah, no, very good. And I definitely hear that the whole connection piece, in person connection, was a big part of it. Yeah, yeah Bucky's nodding her head. You guys mm-hmm. can see that, of course. <laughs> so, and so, Vanessa, what was, tell us about your reasons for, for
2: coming to the retreat. Yeah, so I would definitely echo a lot of that. think it was a lot of the same feelings I've been doing mindset work for the last two and a half years or so and for at least two years now with Stina. and I knew that this opportunity to come in person and meet her and meet Baokia and be together um, was just going to deepen the experience so much more so it was really exciting to have that opportunity we're, we're being distracted by puppies <laughs> yeah don't mind the thunder yeah. you can hear in the background That's just the dogs coming yeah. up on the deck <laughs> another treat from the trip that we weren't expecting <laughs> yeah but to be able to run and run together and work on mindset together and deepen those connections in such a beautiful space as wyoming and with such amazing people um, made it really really special yeah
0: no and it's such a treat for me having baoki and vanessa here with me and and mentioned to you guys she's from europe so obviously she's come really far away and vanessa's from canada she's come really far away also just to have them come here to wyoming and and want to meet in in person and connect and have that experience so just out of curiosity share with the listeners what did you guys expect to get out of it when I was writing that down in the
1: plane, I was expecting to get more tools on running both physical t- tips and tools from the Qi running part of this retreat, but also to get more yeah, knowledge on how do I respond with my mindset on going on a what turned out to be a 24 hour trip more or less without, you know, knowing what would happen with all the borders I was crossing. I flew first from Amsterdam to Toronto and then to the US. So I had a lot of interesting paperwork to fill out and that would normally have stressed me out completely. And now mm. with you know all the mindset work done, I was really curious to see how would I manage all that and how would I feel? I'm gonna feel different from how I would have felt in the past and so that kind of experience already started pre-journey <laughs> towards here. And then I was hoping to learn more about myself holding up in a different environment and all the challenges. There were four runs. Basically, we did them in a row. And, you know, that was kind of exciting for me to see, oh, will I manage that? There is an altitude difference. There is some hills that we don't have in the Netherlands. So that would have been yeah quite exciting and then that is also why I participated and I was hoping to get out of it that these extra challenges would show me more points for learning and where can I grow even further within this work so let's say as a rudder towards new development work to go on because you're never done learning about yourself.
0: And I I just want to real quick unpack what what said there what I think is so important and so interesting is that as you noticed, she said, well, the pre-journey work she did and actually embraced what she in the past felt was a challenge. Rather than shying away from the challenge, she actually embraced the challenge. And so, as Baoki mentioned, she leaned into it instead. Most of us actually have a tendency to kind of take a step back a shy away and say, well, when things get uncomfortable, we really don't want to deal with that. But... On the other hand, Bauki went the other way and said, well, I, I'm curious, I want to see and I want to lean into that and see what happens if I take on that challenge. And I think running and being a runner, we are so well equipped with that because running so often offers up challenges for us, whether it's on a training run or, or it's a race, there are so often so many opportunities for overcoming a challenge. So I just thought that was really neat that that Baoki is absolutely leaning in to something that she was very well aware of that typically would have triggered her. And now realizing, I was just sharing how you're leaning into the challenge of you know, traveling during these times and things that would typically have stressed you out, right? And also leaning into knowing that, well, this isn't gonna be physically an easy retreat necessarily, knowing that both, first off, Wyoming is where the retreat is held that is a whole different it's 4300 feet which is at one point almost 1.5 kilometers obviously that presents some challenges in itself and we just have hills that she doesn't have in her backyard she can't access those types of hills so again she didn't shy away from those she kind of embraced it and said well what kind of what kind of runner am I becoming and and who do I wanna become? And and she sought him out, right? So I think that is really kudos to you for doing that and seeking that out. So Vanessa, I'm gonna ask you the same question. What did you expect to get out of it?
2: Yeah, so it was really exciting to be able to come here and do chi running in person. We've been learning the techniques through our webinars together, which has been really great, but there were so many times out on runs where I'm going, I think I'm doing this right, but I really wish someone would watch me and tell me if I'm doing this or I'm just totally off base. So it was really nice to do it together and have that, you know, immediate feedback. But beyond that too, I was really hoping to honestly get back into a routine because I'd fallen a bit out of my routines and then on top of that unfortunately contracted COVID and that really knocked me down. So coming into the retreat there were actually a lot of thoughts and worries about you know being able to run or not being able to run and what this was going to be like. So I was already doing some mindset work around that before coming here and I was hoping to be able to deepen that when i got here to help deal with some of those thoughts and worries and limiting beliefs and that absolutely happened it was really a great experience to to actually confront some limiting beliefs i didn't even know i had and work through them and so it wasn't just you know a physical game with the running but also a mental game and finding so much growth in both of those areas was really really exciting
0: yeah, no, and I think you also echo what, what Baghi said about leaning into the unknown and having that courage to doing that. And I so appreciate that you also shared with us ahead of time that, or at the very beginning of the treat, you were saying, well, I don't, I, I actually thought about canceling because I wasn't sure that I was going to go through with this, but you decided to doing it still. And then all the growth that you've experienced that's come from that. And I think that really speaks to, you know, being surrounded by people that desire the same as you and is in a safe space, safe mm-hmm. container. And I know when we talked yesterday, you touched a little bit on being in, in this kind of, I think you said space or environment maybe, right? Mm-hmm. But being in a container like this, that's, you don't necessarily have that at home, even though you have friends, they might not necessarily create that same safe space for you and also opportunity to grow, right? Mm. Where you both get pushed a little bit, but you also feel you have a space where, you know, you can, you can absolutely both grow, but you can also grow at your, you know, at your own pace, you know, right? Where you're not feeling pushed or shoved or anything, right? So yeah, very awesome. Well, let's, I know Baki touched a little bit on some of the things we did, but let's let's share with the listeners what we did (laughs) this week. (laughs) We had four runs, right? (laughs) We had four runs. What were you guys' impressions of those runs? They were
1: amazing. I must say I did not run as fast as I would run at home because I was a lot of times distracted by the beautiful views. And that actually was a good thing because sustaining all the runs at the altitude with the challenges, actually allowing myself to stop is something I don't usually do when I go out. So even though I appreciate the landscape, I hardly ever stop to take pictures. And now i was just allowing that for myself because it's like, oh, when am I ever going to go back to Wyoming? And... Towards the end, though, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll be back next year if I can manage. So, but still, you know, you want to bring back the memories and the pictures and all that. So, I definitely loved the runs and the space that we got for enjoying it both from the technical side of running and the mindset of running and then this you know just i don't know i say that sucking in the views and mm-hmm. all that it was wonderful yeah. yeah
0: it was pretty mandatory taking pictures <laughs> yes the <laughs> yeah. team on the yeah
2: the runs were all spectacular and they were all in different different environments and different landscapes which was so cool so we were we were constantly stopping to take pictures it was just so gorgeous <laughs> And some was a nice progression because at the beginning there I think there were more hills and there was more elevation and climbing and, and practicing that way for the first two runs and then for the later runs they became maybe a bit more flatter the last one was actually all downhill which was quite interesting and they certainly had their challenges. And I know for me, right. it was a, a big mindset challenge as well as, you know, the physical challenges of it. But it was interesting to see across the runs, the growth that happened both physically, but also on, in my case, the mindset aspect that actually the last run was easily my, my best and favorite run. And I was able to enjoy it so much more and really appreciate the surroundings that we were in. So they were great on both aspects for challenging us physically, but then also helping us work on our mindset. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Vanessa said that the runs are actually very different. Some are in very red dirt, some are in what we call badlands, some were all downhill in the, off the mountain. And I think that in itself provided kind of a good playing field for challenging ourselves both physically and mentally. And that was obviously set up for that reason from my angle also that I this is my runner's mind, so I definitely want to bring that mindset component into it. And so as I mentioned, the whole premise for this retreat was really to cultivate mindfulness and joy for running. So it wasn't only all about running. You want to speak a little bit to that also, what you guys took away in addition to the running component, what we did for activities?
1: Yeah, I think for me, the most amazing activity to do was paddleboarding because oh, yes. that was at the beginning of the retreat. So we almost forget about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for me, that was so special because it gave me such good feedback on my mindset. If I was starting to think about, oh, maybe I'll fall off or something, I was feeling the tension in my body. I was feeling the connection between my feet and the board. And that would definitely set me off wobbling on the board. Well, if I was relaxed and enjoying it and being mindful, I mean, not enjoying it so much that at some point I did go in the water because I was not paying attention anymore that I was on a board. But if there was that good combination between relaxation and mindfulness at the same time, then that definitely had such a good feedback, having a quiet mind,
0: but that it's watchful. Bafi totally brought chi-running to paddle boarding. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> All her
0: skills. <laughs> yeah, and
1: that definitely also then again from, and then we did it on Monday and then on the first run on Tuesday, that definitely went into my feet. So that was very, very special to have that connection and to, yeah, go from the end of paddleboarding into into running.
0: All right. So Vanessa, share with us one or a couple of takeaways for you on the non-running activities that
2: really spoke to you. Yeah, there were a lot of fun things that we did. And I'm thinking of the hot springs for a minute because that was so nice after a few runs to just soak (laughs) in the hot springs and see the natural beauty. But for me, it was also paddleboarding that I found so great. And for different reasons I noticed that that was the moment when I felt most connected to nature and our surroundings and I just felt so calm and peaceful and free and that feeling was so wonderful and as the trip progressed you know we were we were working on running and working on mindset but that was the feeling I wanted to carry forward and at first it was a little difficult with the runs but that feeling really did come back by the end, feeling kind of connected with our surroundings and, and all the beauty that nature has to offer here, and feeling you know calm and at peace and confident and free. And I'm just every and you time can just I, hear it in Vanessa's yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taken back to that paddleboard every time I close my eyes and think about it. It was it was really magical. And mm-hmm. I
0: think one of the things we not just in this retreat, but in My Runner's Mind that we also work on, is learning how, Yeah, in some areas, we might feel these feelings of of competence or well-being, and then learning how to actually put them into other activities, such Mm -hmm. as, for instance, also running and other areas of our life, right? And I just want to share real quick, and I know I shared it in the previous episode, that but you want to say something
1: yeah one of the activities that I also want to highlight was the was the yoga with yes. Valerie a local came, yoga instructor here and yes. she was so great with doing a scripted yoga but unscripted a lot of times within that where she was inviting us to find what feels good in a way so mm. following a little bit Adrian's path but giving some suggestions which I definitely needed as a not so experienced yoga person like oh maybe you can rotate like this and you can do that and I found out that my arm can move in much different directions than I held possible in the beginning for example but just showing that kind of experimenting and exploring part mm-hmm. of, of yoga that is you know we're doing a lot of the exploration in our minds but that was a physical exploration as well and that was definitely a great experience to have as well so that I want to
0: just say, thank you, Valerie. Yeah, that was awesome. Vanessa wanted to say something too. Yeah, but.
2: just to comment on that. I loved how during the retreat, there really was this balance of activity, but also rest. Mm. So the yoga was not, well, the, the first session was a bit more strength oriented, but the rest was really about restorative and, and calmness and bringing that rest in because running those runs was hard work mm-hmm. it was definitely with its challenges um, but having those moments of rest and being able to allow for those moments and not just kind of pushing through or forcing through but being able to experience those moments as well and recognizing how important they are not just now but in everyday life that was really special.
0: And I love that you bring that up, Vanessa, and I want to piggyback off of that because I, and I think I did a post on that, that running revs up our sympathetic nervous system, for instance, right? The heartbeat elevates, adrenaline pumps and whatnot, where yoga, for instance, breastwork, journaling, other activities that we share in this community activates or engages our parasympathetic nervous system at a different level, which I think is so important to actually learn those skills and those tools because many of us are actually... So often stuck in this do 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 mentality go or mentality, go go, go, and we need to almost learn how to switch off or how to engage a more calm state of being or state of mind right so that so that we get this more harmonious relationship between the two, and so I'm super super excited, super glad that that really translated in the retreat to both Baoki and Venice and they felt that there was this harmony between, well, there was both activities that were go, the paddle boarding and buffalo sighting, which we haven't mentioned yet, but we also went and watched buffaloes. And then there was also the other activities that really lend themselves to just kind of calm and more soothing, but also really an opportunity to connect mind body and finding that balance, right? So yeah, that's really, I think, so important that we that we learn to take that with us. Any other things you guys wanted to to share with listeners about the retreat?
2: Yeah, I think that everything that we've been talking about has really made this retreat so special and I know that I am leaving with that not just extra chi running skills and techniques and stuff to to work on and practice at home which is absolutely great but also a newer mindset on things and more confidence belief in myself and that sense of freedom and peace and calm all of those things that we cultivated during this retreat I want to be able to take home and continue there and hold on to those things and bring them into my everyday life. I think sometimes we think that, you know, doing retreats like this or doing self-care is something that you you go away and you do for a week and then, okay, it's back to real life. And that was nice for the time being, but really to be able to bring that with us into our lives and have that as an everyday experience i think is so important mm-hmm. so i think we built that momentum here and i want that momentum to carry me home for oh, sure that's so cool i love that so much yeah anything from you popular
1: well i don't think i can uh, top that <laughs> that was so nice <laughs> so i definitely gonna try and pack those feelings into my suitcase and try to find the activities that really cultivate that yeah as Vanessa also said peace of mind and confidence and have the good balance between go 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 and rest I think in my case bringing in the rest is definitely something I learned from this retreat and that I should do that more often so yeah I'm definitely going to try and bring that into my daily routines so that I will you know think back about The retreat a lot and that hopefully then also brings back the calmness and the confidence and to carry over in all the other areas in my life that I have back home.
0: Yeah, no, and that's so awesome because that's how running is such a great vehicle for these things, right? What we, what we learn in running, what we do in one area, we can kind of also take with us into other areas for instance right so that's very cool yeah and so i want to just kind of put out there for for the listeners that so this was the very first my runner's mind retreat but it's definitely not the last there'll definitely be more retreats coming up next year in 2023 so i just really want to put it out there if this is something that speaks to you being part of a community of like-minded women who seek these things and, and you're one of them who seeks these things consider if this is something for you that you want to be part of and do this for yourself right when you guys echo that that the importance of feeling that yeah this is something that i really want and i and i want to do and not i don't know i think a lot of us women sometimes feel that well i can't do that i shouldn't do that i should be doing other things mm-hmm. But it's, you know, as we always talk about, if we don't take care of ourselves first, we can't take care of anybody else. So it really starts there. And then kind of finding your, your like-minded sisters, sort of, so that kind of you have, you know, that, that group of people that you, that you want to be around and that you want to be inspired by and who you want to inspire, right? So,
1: yeah, anything in closing? Just thank you very much, Stina, for having us and organizing this. And also a big thank you for the support crew behind the scenes for yes. this runner's oh, yeah. <laughs> retreat. <laughs> Amongst others, Tina's son was really doing great, bringing us coffee on a run and bringing water. So that was absolutely great. That was great. pretty special. So we felt really really special. Yeah. So thank you. I love
2: that acknowledgement. <laughs> no, truly, it was an incredible experience. So a big thank you to you and your family yeah. and everybody who made this possible. And it's so lovely to finally be able to meet you all and have this experience together. That
0: is really, truly the biggest part of it. That has been very, very special. I agree. All right, runner friends. So there you have it. We'll be back next week. All right. I'd like to tell you about a very special event I'm offering this summer. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident and empowered while running, I invite you to join me this summer at the Running Align Body and Mind Women's Retreat right here in North Central Wyoming at the foothills of the majestic Bighorn Mountains. I'll personally work with you to help you how to take the chore out of running. The retreat will teach you that running can be a vital and enjoyable part of your life, but most importantly, a five-day in-person experience will help you connect to you to learn more see the link in our show notes so if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world just one run at a time